Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ty. And welcome to the Filler Trash Podcast, where a group of nerds try to have semi-coherent conversations about anime and manga. Nerds, maybe. Degenerates, for fucking sure. We usually discuss current stuff from a list of titles, so do be mindful of spoilers. We try to remember to call them out when they come up, but you can find a list of what is in the episode in the description down below. And with that, let's jump into it. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a special episode today. We are joined here with uh, our two friends. David. Alex. And uh, we're going to do a special episode. With this being Pride Month, we wanted to talk about, um, you know, representation in anime. And, uh, and you know, decided that uh, three idiots who don't know the first thing about representation should not be the ones to talk about it. So uh, we brought some guests on that know yeah. a little bit better, more about that than we do. Happy Pride uh, Month. Happy Pride yeah, Month, baby. Absolutely. Happy Pride Month, asshole. So, uh, so, so with that, you know, I think we can start off, and I just want to I want to ask you guys, you know, who who do you consider really, really good representation in anime? Oh, that's tough. I mean, for me, um, just even going through, like, uh, Seraph of the End is a okay. weird one that's kind of off the cuff, um, but it's one of the early ones that I watched that I actually cared about. Yeah. Um, so having that very queer coded but then very gay representation of even i mean vampires are also pretty gay so like gay on gay yeah yeah, yeah. it's 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 great now what is that because i don't know yeah it. uh so seraph of the end is a it's a weird universal studios anime or at least like at the very title we thought it was a movie when we kept i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so it's one of those things that we also didn't have internet for a long time okay so we'd go to david's mom's and we'd download anime and okay. just watch it on top of a Love laundry wire? basket what love oh. wire oh no no it wasn't it wasn't that long ago um they weren't cooking the family computer to get the anime yeah, yeah, no no we weren't trying to get too many viruses um yeah so we ended up getting it and we were like is this a movie and so we had to restart it multiple times and we're like no it's actually like a show um and it's a vampire anime where essentially humans are like uh, farmed and like there's little cities of it so it starts where it's like okay they're like this adoption um aspect of it where they're in like uh they're just kids and at the very end of it it becomes so much more and you realize that their life is so small versus what's actually out there and there's these two characters that are very fascinated with each other um and then eventually they get split up and then reunited and it just becomes very much like a, this isn't just a fascination this is a they love each other um it didn't last too long i think that it's just a one season anime two season it's very short i know the manga is still going yeah. on for the, it the manga is still going is yeah it, no, is it like a live action movie <clears throat> i've heard this plot before it sounds a lot like promise neverland it's similar to that yeah. Yeah. very much but very much like, like promise neverland was like probably Mock pretty like a fucking move where he's like a vampire and they farm humans oh i'm sure that's like a common trait that's what it is. Yeah, you're yeah, thinking of Daybreakers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's not like it's like a revolutionary type of like plot. Yeah. But it's still one of those things that they don't make it like they're also both very powerful. Um, they're not like a lot of stereotypes in a way. It's just that takes that trope of like that fascination with each other, but not doing oh, they're just friends. Like there's straight up a whole scene in a gas station and like suck on my neck. Mm-hmm. It's so it feels much like, like a, it's very take fun. my blood it, yeah. and it's it like feels, okay. So you're saying like like what I'm getting from is that the relationship too doesn't really feel forced. Like it's a very natural, like naturally yeah. occurring. See, okay, that and that makes also, total sense. There's also like what's kind of interesting is they have obvious hetero like romantic interests mm-hmm. in Seraph of the End that they just 
no, there's it's not. They're not into them. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if they're, like, so the heteros. It's like being offered to them. Like, there's the, the choice is there. Like, the like choice, choice is there. Yeah. I should yeah. Say. Well, but, yeah, like, there's the, a ones they have the best. option to, to be heterosexual if they if, if that was, like, where the author wanted to take mm-hmm. is what you're saying. So, that, right. that's that. See, like, yeah. And that's where that's where I think that I, I, I mean, as little as I know about this, but I, I feel like I like stuff like that more, too, where it feels very much like we were talking where it's very naturally occurring and it's just mm-hmm. one facet of their character rather than like the defining trait where it almost feels like, okay, this is just a token queer character shoved yeah. in here to, to make it more popular or make it more representative right. um, versus something like, you know, it's just naturally occurring. That's just one, one facet of the character versus so many more interesting things that are happening with them beyond their sexuality. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's not two, like a focal point. Yeah. It's not the main focal point, but it's the two main characters. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen anything about this. They like, they were adopted into the same vampire family or something like that. They're, well, however, they had, the families adopted them. They were like essentially orphans, but brothers when yeah. they started off. Yeah. 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 It was a very much like a, it's here's this black haired character and here's this blonde haired character. And they kind of feed on this whole, like at the very beginning, you're like, oh, this is kind of boring. And you're like, oh, cool. So it's, it's a promised land before promised Neverland. And then by the very end of the first episode, you're like, okay. So people die. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. and Shit's fucked up. There's oh, yeah. more horrible things here than it's just, a, okay, these are orphans. Like, we're just going to see this very basic early, like, anime storyline. So it kind of evolves from that. And, yeah, it's that aspect of, like, having characters where them being gay also isn't super campy, which can be really fun and isn't, like, per se bad. But, again, it's it's that whole they actually have more relevance with everything else that they're doing. Um, which I think is cool. Plus, also vampires are also really gay, so like, we need more gay mm-hmm. vampire anime. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So and it's 100%. yeah, it's 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 one of those things. I think that's one of the early ones that I remember because it was like the first animes I watched that I really cared about was like Soul Eater, and then Full Metal Alchemist, and then it was like Seraph of the End was like that gay one that I'm like, all right, I latched onto really hard. See that, and that's really interesting too, and and something that I always I always think about too, because it you know it, it's like what we were talking about, like where where Jordan Ty and I don't, I mean we should not be talk having conversations about representation. So, but what my, like my, my my thought process behind that too is that I feel like you know that's where a lot of authors struggle too is that you know I mean Shonen Shonen Jump especially is dominated by by male authors. And it's dominated, specifically dominated, hetero male yeah, authors, and it's yeah. and it's all designed to be marketed to to young boys. So you know the idea of 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 queerness in general probably, you know, just speaking for Japan, who's a fairly conservative nation, you know, they they've got facets of queerness in their culture, things like um, okamas and things like that. But they don't. It's not like a, a prevalent thing in their culture. They're very still very very conservative. So I I almost feel like that's where they they avoid that and so i i I always find it so much more refreshing when a shonen especially a shonen makes the effort to make a queer character and and include them in the story and make their their more diverse and everything come out what the goat fucking bon clay dude oh i mean i mean okamas in general like i mean one piece i mean mean, to me at least and this is where you know you know davy especially because i know you're caught up on one piece you know that's something that i wanted to talk to you about and how do you feel about those characters in one piece that are that are queer that are that are like very queer like 
and very obviously queer. You know, like things like Ivankov and uh, yeah. Bon Clay, and, and even Beyond the Okanas, something like Dollinger now. Cause you know, things character. like characters like Okiku in uh, in Wano, who are who are very much and transgender Yamato. and are like really what I feel like at least you know as a hetero as a heteronormative person, what I feel is like really good representation. Like I've I've really connected with Okiku as a character because she, she's very much like. I don't know. She's just she's very like I I like that she's so like nonchalant about everything. I guess like it doesn't feel like she's trying like Oda's trying to shove it down your throat. Like hey, here's this queer character. Love her. Love them. It's very. It feels very natural. And Kiku feels like this is just a very natural aspect of of her personality. Yeah, I think that's like a one of the big things in terms of adding like queer characters in general in, into things is like it, it needs to feel like it's a part of the story and it's not just. Like you said, just like a token character thrown in there kind of for the sake of queerness. Um, so personally, I love them. I mean, I love the Ivankov is my favorite character of all of One Piece. <laughs> I love him. Yes. He's great. Mm. Yes. He's a fun character. And even Do though he is kind of over the top and ridiculous, it is like he's still a very important and pertinent character to everything, to what's going on. And you know, one of the things that I really like about Ivankov is that it feels like Oda really went out of his way to do his research to make a really good queer character with him, with Ivankov obviously being based on Dr. Frankenfurter from uh, from Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is obviously like one of the preeminent like cultural icons for for queerness. Um, so you know, it feels like like Oda was trying to pull from from a culture you know that he may not understand but wanted to to represent accurately, and so we ended up getting. A character as fantastic as Ivankov, who fits so well, and it's also just like an incredibly pertinent being because beyond beyond his abilities, you know, he's second in command of the Revolutionary Army. Like right. he's got this huge title, he's got this grand importance to the story. Like his abilities are used for more than just turning people turning people to the gender they want to be. Like his hormones save Luffy's life. Like there's all these cool applications of his abilities, and it just feels like he's such a multifaceted character that, that you just almost forget that like queerness is even an aspect of this character, which I, I think is just like, like how it should be. Like you shouldn't, like you shouldn't be worrying about the sexuality of your care of any given character. Like that shouldn't be a facet that you're, that you're determining their, their worth as a character from. Yeah. It's why I love the, the, um, I always say your name wrong. You just said her. Kiku. Kiku. Okiku. Okiku. Yeah. Okiku. And then Yamato, just like how, how just like flow it is for them to be trans like Yamato identifying as male and then Okiku confirming that she identifies as female um it's just really interesting it's just like it's when people in the story itself like find out about it it's just so nonchalant like yeah. there are definitely surprises for the other characters in the show but for that character themselves it's just an aspect of their life it's not something for them to focus on or anything and then most of the characters are just like oh okay yeah <laughs> and i think like one of the things i really like about kiku too is the the reveal like the the like we all like we could all tell like okay like something's up with kiku like the way people are talking about her versus what we're seeing like she looks very she looks very feminine she looks very female but everyone's calling like using male like honorifics with her and things like that like what's going on here and then you get the reveal and the reveal is so simple yet so like i feel like it captures what a lot of people feel when they're when they're when they when they are transgender which is just like yeah maybe i have a male body but i'm a woman at heart like and it's just such a like such a perfect it's just a perfect way to capture it and it's not it's not too um grand and like in your face it's just very much like she just she like she just casually mentions it to people like it's not a problem like she doesn't mm -hmm. care like she's like yeah I, just, I have the heart of a woman it's like oh that's so such a fantastic reveal and then and for it to be on such a on a character like kiku who is shown to be 
like a powerful character. Like the nine red scabbards are all reviewed, like are all shown to be to be powerful in their own regard. And like Kiku gets fucked up during the war too, which is something that I really like because you know typically kind of him mainly, but he, okay. he also can't not tell me about things. Okay, I got so, that's so fair. Any time yeah. he gets excited, I still find out, so I'm like caught up. Okay. So, okay. So yeah, I like gotcha. I yeah, like yeah. that about Kiku. Like she gets fucked. Like she gets pretty fucked up during the war, and like you don't usually see that happen to female characters. Like so, it's yeah. almost like you know she gets to by being by being the the character designed the way that she was. She gets the she gets the the best of both worlds. Like she gets to be this this strong female character, and you all and he also doesn't shy away from the kind of graphic nature that he usually reserves for only male characters. Like Kiku losing an arm, like that's such a major turning point in the battle when when kiku's arm falls through the hole on the roof like and you realize like, yeah oh shit like people are getting fucked up and kiku just gets messed up throughout the entire war like and she, yeah. she manages to make it out and it's like yeah i i just got so attached to kiku as a character i thought she was just such a well done character and yamato to me is even more interesting because you know i, I and i don't know you know, I don't know enough about about that that kind of stuff to to know if this is something that happens to people. But her, you know, saying she identifies as a man is almost inaccurate because she identifies as Odin specifically, like this this one specific man that she wants to identify as. And it's like, so you know, the the aspect there is obviously she wants to identify as male because the the person she wants to be recognized as is male. But it's also like there's this this almost deeper part to it because it's like okay well does she just want to be a man in general no like she wants to be specifically like mm -hmm. she wants to change she almost wants to be a completely different person than what she is beyond just wanting to change her gender which i, I think is fascinating too just like a complete identity yeah now i want to get the fucking one piece rant out of the way yep that, that's what and now it's done with. yeah that's what we have to do yep <laughs> just wanted to and now it's done no yep. hey i was <laughs> i was looking forward to it honestly, honestly yeah, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to get, get that because i mean oh it makes fantastic LGBT. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Bon, bon claimed characters like that are oh. absolutely phenomenal yeah, but, uh, too. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fucking, you know, I cry. Oh, Mr. Chibon Clay is phenomenal. He, he gave up, uh, he transformed into that one dude. Uh, was it uh, the guy who bit the poison? Magellan? Magellan. Yeah, Magellan. Magellan. Yeah. And he fucking stayed behind. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it. There's no other fucking character that can be yeah. that good. Fuck. Yeah. And it's so incredible too because you get that you get that um, cover story a little bit later where you find out that he's the he's new ruler the new. of of New Kamala yeah. and it's yes. like just like yes like, you're is. so pumped for it and you're so excited because Tubon Clay is just a character that I don't I mean I feel like everyone gets attached to him and yeah. like everybody loves Tubon Clay he's just he's flamboyant he's ridiculous he's strong he's like he's just such a such a capable incredible character and it's like it's hard not to fall in love with him like. Yeah. Tubon Clay is phenomenal. Just absolutely, absolutely a treasure. I wish he was an emperor instead of Buggy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's the thing. It's like having that character who, because I feel like a lot of people, maybe allies and even some queer people, they have this issue with almost like how they think that this is how we want to be represented. But like, Bon Clay is that campy, fun character who is super important and like yeah inside the whole prison and all that stuff of yeah. just having him carry luffy like that whole scene of him yep. going through the snow and everything like yeah. that i fell in love with him yeah. I, already, I already loved him with the baroque works and that whole yeah. art yeah was but tight. then when he comes back david's like oh you gotta wait dog he he'll was be back. singing and shit i'm like no yeah, yeah. yeah. Him, is it this is like my boy right yeah it was like oh he'll be back Fuck. he'll oh, be back come my way <laughs> yeah yeah and, oh, so good. and yeah. you know, on, on the flip side, I feel like you get really almost like 
a representation of Oda like calling people out to oh, saying like this behavior is unacceptable in the form of Sanji. You know when he's when he gets transported to to the Okama the land, Okama yeah. Kingdom, like and the way he behaves and acts and just Sanji's Sanji's treatment of women in general, like it's um it's like a it's like Oda's calling it out, like hey, this is this is shitty, like you know even. Yeah. And you know, it's why I really appreciate. Well, I like that part where he, he, he needed to get. Yeah, there. and I. But appreciate he still why, doesn't fucking learn a damn thing. No. Yeah, of course no. he doesn't, and that's no. why I like I love Wano too because Oda like takes those those tropes and those things that are bad and, and inverts them sometimes too, and it's like, hey, it's not always a, it's not always bad to think this way with like where where Sanji's getting the shit beat down of him by Black Maria, and he calls like knowing it's full well it's a trap. He calls Robin there and calls her there because he, he knows she can handle business, like he knows she he, she's gonna handle it. But like, yeah. you know, but he's still like Sanji's still like that that quintessential like heteronormative man like of course. Uh, he, he yeah. runs into the run he loves women but then the second that he runs into someone that's not not the kind of woman that he wants like he freaks out and runs away and is yeah. just doing anything in his power to like to to get away from them and it's like and then he still ends up learning from them anyways like he despite him trying to to reject them so heavily he still ends up like all of his new abilities come mm -hmm. from his time spent on there yeah. i mean he, uh, know, he knows new comic info yeah absolutely yeah. like yeah, yeah. And bit. so I think I that's like just that. such a such a fantastic way to like turn turn a character around and be like, hey, you know, like this is not the way to act. Like this yeah. is not acceptable, yeah. and this is what like you know. And but he still he still got, he still gained something from his time with them, even if he didn't want to be there. Yeah, I mean the tempo, but also just the cooking. Like yeah. he learned the the extra recipes and such that like he wanted the to healing, learn. Right. Yeah. yeah. Learned, like some healing recipes. Yep. Like, yeah. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Von Koff, like you know taught him some sort of shit Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ivankov recognized immediately how to train Sanji. Like, despite him rejecting them, like Ivankov still is like, hey, "This is Luffy's ally. Like, Luffy's important yeah. to me. I'm gonna, I'm still gonna help mm -hmm. him." And so, like, he uses Sanji's fear against him and uses it to train him by constantly having yeah. having Okamas chase after him mm -hmm. and and trying to get him. Like, you know, there's this, there's so many layers to it. There's just so many, so many different layers to everything that Oda does, and it's just that's that's why I love One Piece so much. And you know, I think that that those characters like that are so are so so well received in one piece because oda takes the time to to write them so effectively i just like to point out that the one piece rant ended 15 minutes ago that's all i got we'll move on to the next we talked about bond clay this is what happened yeah that's true bond clay you said the anime that you first like syrup of the end yeah was that the same for you um i love syrup of the end but i don't know i think there's a lot of like stories that are really good there's one i watched recently um called given Given. And hmm. it's a, it is completely like gay from the start. Like mm. there's no, there's yep. no in context. It's like, like just as soon as the series starts, that's what it is. That's what it's about. It's about um, this guy whose boyfriend killed himself, and he has his guitar. Jesus, he's holding his guitar, like just kind of having moments. But it just goes into him like starting like a band with all these other ones, with all these other guys, and. He falls. They fall. He falls in love with one of the band members, and the other two also fall in love with each other. And it's just like a good like story that doesn't build so much on just like the context of things. Like mm -hmm. you kind of have to read between the lines. Like you yeah. know, it's pretty pretty obvious about what's going on. Um, so that one is a good one. I also like as messed up as the anime is. Devilman Crybaby is another really good hell one. yeah. Oh, okay. Devilman Crybaby is phenomenal. It, but fucking finally, someone said it, dude. Yeah. Devilman Crybaby got some wild shit. Yeah, it I mean, does. Lucifer, you know, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That Lucy fucked me up. I mean, like God, he destroyed humanity, but all for you know the love of his life, essentially. I, I thought, yeah, it's like that's 
I mean, it had like there was like a shonen fight. Like they were yeah. trying, like they were literally like, throwing bombs on each other, and then like he's like, "Oh, fight's over. I'm gonna kill her." He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, "But I don't want you to die." I was like, "That was cute." Like I literally loved that they like kind of laid there and just kind of died. Yeah, I guess they died. I don't know. I Lucifer saved. I guess I don't know. He's alive. I don't, I don't fucking. It was a very weird ending. I yeah. still loved everything. Oh, yeah. Devil May Cry is fan-fucking-tastic. Now, are we talking it's about the so old good. one or the new one? The new one. Okay, cool. The new Devil May Cry. I mean, it's, it's still based on, like, the original, like, uh, story. But I don't know if it's the same concept, like, the way the ending. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, is the it? same, it's the same going. It's is it? Okay. It's word, like, panel for panel for the old Go Nagai comic. Okay. Um, so, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Oh, um, fuck yeah. brought into a modern age, so it'd be long. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Now, um... My favorite couple is from I- IBO, Iron Blood Orphans. Have y'all ever experienced it? Love Iron Blood Orphans. Dude, I'm I so, am so behind. Like, as oh, far as catching fuck. up to the very end of it, I watched, like, the first. And David used to fall asleep super early. So yeah. I just watch animes while he's sleeping. Okay. Because he can sleep anywhere. So, yeah. like, Iron Blood Orphans was one of those. It was Hunter Hunter and Iron Blood Orphans. I watched, yeah. like, the mm-hmm. majority of. But that's another one I was like, I. I wonder if I could talk about that. But like, oh no, no, hundred no. percent. You can talk about me because yeah. I'm all about motherfucking Gundams. Yeah, no, like, it's... dude, that made me so upset when a boy with the the pink Gundam. I forgot their name. I'm bad, so bad with names. Oh, horrible names too. Yeah, especially with that one. Yeah, but you know the couple I'm talking about. Yes. Right? Yep. That the, the fact they couldn't express their love, Dan, it was fucking devastating. I was like, motherfucker, because like. He's about ready to end the war. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, let's fucking go. Let's, he's about ready to fucking like because they didn't. He didn't know he was even gay. Yeah, was the thing that was the main character. What I, you remember his name? The Brown. You know who I'm talking about, though. I know right? who you're talking about. Yeah. He drives. He, yeah, he rides. You do that. You never seen. I've seen a, a little bit of Iron Blood. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they like one the one night because they're finally they're finally free and like from like their previous employer. Yeah, and they're now tech. And like they're getting money, they're getting like jobs and shit like that. And it's like, oh, we're gonna go out tonight and we're gonna, you know, have sex with a bunch of women. Like, fuck yeah, you know. And like, they finally go out and they do it. And like, the one guy was like, hey man, he's like, hey man, how was your night last night? He's like, yeah, dude, I got some pussy. You know, I'm like, yeah, I, I had sex, sure. And like, you obviously know he he didn't he yeah. didn't he just like he's and yeah. A boy catches that. He's like, really? You didn't, you didn't do nothing, really? You think he says he did? But, you know? And then like. He they they he finally somebody finally tells him like hey you know he likes you right he's like what really you see the joy in his eyes yeah and like they go out for that final battle and like he's like I gotta do this I gotta I have one shot I have one shot left I can I can end the entire war and then fucking bitch hit him hit him knock this uh, knock the bull off curtain he loses his mind he loses himself he's just like in the rage he just jumps towards this giant warship and a tiny gun him and gets blown up I'm like damn and. You could see, yeah, he, he, brutal. He, the the kid that he's in love with, he's in the he's he's like an engineer, mm-hmm. and he could just feel it. He's like, oh shit, like something bad happened, and like it cuts to a scene of his Gundam blown in half, and his bandage that old boy put on him because he was already yeah. cut up or just bloodied up and just out of the cock like pouring out of the cockpit. I was like, motherfucker! I'm like, oh my god, I was so hurt. Yeah, yeah, and you'll see the ending. It's very wild. But yeah, it, well, it, nuts. that's the thing is like as like, far as Gundam series, like I, that's David, the one, dude. Like, yeah, that is the one. People want to argue like Central fucking you know Universal Century is fucking good, horrible. Fuck, fuck Gundam and fuck uh, Gundam and uh, Unicorn Gundam. It's they're awful. I don't care. Like they're, they're just like they're so like stop fighting. Like 
no, kill these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. sick of this. Like, IBO is like what happens after those wars that they so-called want to end. Yeah. And it's yeah. like they take everyone who's from those colonies and like yeah. like that and like, oh, you don't have a country that backs you or anything like that. We're just going to take you. Yeah. We're You're ours now. You. Yeah. You're ours now. And we're going to fucking put experimental things into your back that we yeah. can run, ride these Gundams or like, uh, or, uh, industrial like ships or anything like that and if you get fucked up but you're fucked up and you just like we just throw you to side yeah whatever you're just you're discarded we're not just an orphan like the the whole like industrial waste where like like if they they fuck up the way of a system in your back you just become paralyzed and you can't work and that's somebody's friend i forgot what one point was like that uh he just killed himself he just hung himself he he couldn't like feel half his body they couldn't they couldn't couldn't do anything with him they just said hey bye He's like, you're just gonna rot away in some little hole in the wall, and he's like, fuck it. And that's it's it's one of those brutal ones. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Well, I think it's the most brutal Gundam series. Well, I think yeah. I think that that's that that's like important to this conversation is that that that's that we're that we're finally starting to see representation for queer couples in yeah. the same way that we see representation of straight couples. Like, yeah. we want this like they, we want this big drama. Like, we want like that's something we crave. Like, yeah. everyone wants that. We just want it to be in the context of things that like up, that we can relate to and apply to. Like I said, we but like that people want it can relate to. Like that's that's the point of it. Like that's why we love the, it, the juicy drama and, yeah. you know and so things like that like you know war-torn anime that's that's just heavy-handed and brutal and showing that instead of in the context of a straight couple with you know the damsel in distress and all of that that, they, that we typically see seeing it as much as yeah. like a much more intimate like connection between two crew members like yeah, of course it's fucking brutal when one of them dies. Like you've yeah. you've had this build up to this that you're waiting for this moment for this happiness, yes. and then it's just ripped the fuck away from you. Like that hurts. Yeah, you're pulling yeah. from the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and it's just brutal. Like it's just, meanwhile, the main character gets two bitches. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gets one straight. of them pregnant, makes the other one raise the child. Yeah, God damn. <laughs> I have this thing with like mech animes because David was obsessed with them because he loves Evangelion. He loves like even like Flesh Mecha, like Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, absolutely is. It's a Flesh Mecha, hundred percent Flesh Flesh Mecha. Mecha. Yeah, it's Flesh Mecha. So like Iron Blood Orphans is that one that I actually liked, which was wild to me because I was like Gundams are like all the same, like wing, like unicorn. All it's like okay, cool. Let's do exactly like you said, the same story each time, basically. And yeah. then they're like, okay, let's take these like kids and like let's make them hate their life, and they're also gonna die a lot, and they're disposable. And it's it's kind of again like Sarah for the end. It's that whole orphan aspect of it in Promise Neverland. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they're just disposable, and they have this whole like beautiful story arc, and people are dying, and it's they don't hold like hold back with yeah. any of that emotion yeah. so like when that happened that scene i think it was like soon after is when i stopped because i was just like that was yeah, emotional that was, that was fucking I, it was rough i was like rough, i cry enough already when like the anything is, happens but david's asleep and i'm crying next to him yeah, they gotta fucking go sleep, it's tough man. yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you know, leave him in his emotional distress you're yeah. over here yeah. you're over here having having pleasant dreams yeah. he's a, yeah he wakes up he's out there looking out the window yeah <laughs> Having a full, full existential crisis at like yeah, three in the morning. Like, yeah. I have been there. Yeah, like, I mean Hunter Hunter already. I love Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Oh my god, Hunter Hunter is great. And no, that one, the I mean, real quick. I know there's some stuff there too. Also that has like there's iffy. some issues, but yeah, just yeah. Like, and that's I was about know. to say. Do we want to talk about some like fucking insane representation of 
I think he would count as a part of the community. Hasoka. I don't that's know. What I'm See, saying. that's so it's like fucking like, that's, insane person. So like, and it's it's so like, and that's where like the representation gets bad because like they tie in his fucking pedophilia like and mm-hmm. make it a part of his queerness. Yeah. And that's just like it's not. Okay. It's fucked up. Like it's fucked up. Like let's just really be real here. Like, and it's meant to be fucked yeah. up and it's meant to be like brutal. But it's like you can't take a fucking marginalized group and then yeah. and then assign them the the fucked up predator. Like that's not like that's not okay. Like come on. Yeah, like make her peek gay or something. Yeah, like, like come on. Like yeah. I already thought when I first watched something it, I else. didn't know who I mean, Pika was. But I mean, yeah, honestly, like, it feels that. like if the story were to actually like continue into Gon and Killua being adults, like I could see them being together. Like oh, they yeah. have a really, yeah. really deep connection with each other. Oh, yeah. And I could see that that could blossom into like a oh, love for, sure. for each other yeah. if it can go that far, but yeah, he ain't gonna do it. Being just the very fuck. clear, no, no I don't he's see Tagashi doing no. something like no. that. Tagashi won't. As much as he likes to subvert like shonen tropes and stuff, like I still think that he probably that he leans towards a more conservative approach to stuff like that. Like sure. it's also not what he's what he's writing for is is what yeah. I, I think the best way to put it. Like he doesn't he doesn't care about that stuff. Like sure. that's not that's like second nature to to the action he wants to give you. Like he wants he wanted to make a peak battle shonen, and I mean it's what he yeah. did. Yeah. Um. I do have a question. Have either of you seen Citrus? No. I know, no. I know, I know what you're talking You know about what I'm talking about? I'm not, I'm not I wanted to see what you guys thought about that one. It's definitely... I I feel it's toxic, honestly. It's a it's a Yuri, I think, at its core. Okay. Um, but it's essentially like the very stereotypical kind of delinquent-ish <laughs> girl. Um, is at school. She's the like gal girl with the blonde hair and a little tan. She's not full, like super dark like they usually are with like the short skirt and everything. And then there's the the stereotypical like goody two shoes girl, who's like the student president or some bullshit. But then they end up being stepsisters because their parents get married, and they have a really weird relationship with each other. That's of pretty like, fucking weird. Yeah, it's super yeah. strange. So I I thought it was toxic in its relationship. I wanted to see if either of you had seen it, so you could also see like what you feel about it. But no, I, I've not watched it, but I've heard that people are just kind of like. Let's not. Let's not. It's yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. At its core, it's just let's not. Like there yeah. is one that I've been watching that I feel like is is could be going towards that. Like it hasn't it hasn't blossomed in anything yet. But I think that it, the setup is there. It's called a uh, uh, Birdie Wings, a Golf Girl Story. Oh yeah. Um, fucking hype by the way. Like just yeah. again, like it's, uh, talking about taking things that are normally like not hype and shonenizing them, and just makes it fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Birdie Wings does that with golf. Like it's it's so good. But at its core, like you've got the main girl who is do basically doing like underworld golfing, like to to make money underworld for her family. Golfing. Yeah, like she basically like in the first episode, she's basically like this old guy keeps challenging her um, to like golf, and so like you know he he it's like a just a straight shot down the green, like whoever whoever can make it in less strokes wins, like and it's like a just a betting match basically, okay. and she's so godly that she does it like. And she basically gets like gets a hole in one and beats the guy. And so she goes and she meets this woman who is or this girl that is in um like professional golf. Like and she's known she's her title is so fucking high, but she's called the innocent tyrant because she's just this like unassuming, like very stereotypical, like um very stereotypical, like dark haired Japanese girl, like and she comes okay. and like you know, she's very prim and proper and this other girl's, you know, rough around the edges, you know, a little bit wild, almost a little bit feral. 
Um, and they meet and they have like they play this golf game together and it's like you know they're growing closer and closer like this girl's never met someone who's okay who has uh like the wild girl has never met someone who's like pushed her like this in golf like who's been as good as her and the other girls like has is at peak peak of the golf world she's never met someone who has this unnatural style that's that's rivaling hers and, the, and you know they're like so they they make a bet to like you know, come play again in the morning because she has to leave after that. And the, the blonde girl ends up missing it because she has to do this crazy uh, underworld golf match because, you know, that's like, she's involved with the mob at this point. And it's just, so like the overarching story is ridiculous, but at its core, it's like these two girls are just wanting to play golf together. Like, and they're just like, it's, it's blossoming like that. You can tell that like, it's, it's seemingly more than just like a friendship between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Like, like okay. they're, they're falling in love with each other through golf. And it's just like, it's beautiful. What's this called again? It's called Birdie Wings, a golf Birdie girl Wings. story. And okay. it's also, like I said, it's just it's got these hype moments. Like every one of her swings, she's called she calls it like all of her bullets called the rainbow bullet. So she has a different bullet for each swing she does. So if she's doing like a drive, it's blue bullet, and she shoots it down the down the line for like getting out of like a wedge is like red bullet, and then there's like all okay. of, so each bullet has like a different code and a different different use for it. So it's got it's like the hype aspect. Too, honestly. Yeah, like, it gets but normal golf. Yeah, and yep. it, so yeah. it's hype. Like, normal golf it's, is so stupid. It's so hype. Like the different things that she has. Like in that first episode when she does that, just that drive. Like they make it a point. Like it's across a train track, and the train is zooming by, and she like slow mows it and hits it through the crack in the in the car, train carts to shoot it through past the the railway into the to get the hole in okay. one like it's fucking yeah it's That's hype too like it's a tennis shit yeah no okay cool. it's See. really good it's 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 out in this like this current season of anime so i don't even think it's finished yet but i watched oh, okay. like the first five or six episodes and it is so good okay huh. yeah i have a thing with like uh sports anime yeah um, oh shit uh, no, it's on the reverse. Is that as soon as I find out that it's a sports anime, Ooh. I'm like, <laughs> I feel what bad. about? So I mean, oh, okay. yeah, making golf gay is pretty surprising. So and, I might right? actually works, and it works so well. Like I, I promise you, like even after the first episode, I was completely sucked into okay. it. And I was ready, I have a question. ready for more. Have you tried Eyeshield Twenty One? I haven't. He's tried. Yeah. I the closest one I'll get is Kaijo. Kaijo is okay. the closest like sports sure, anime sure, sure. with lots of fan service stuff. What about a uh, lesbian? What about what the fuck is um? I would say Megalobox. What is the what's the swimming Megalobox. anime with all the dudes who are super oh, fucking shit. free? All the ripped dudes. Yeah. <laughs> no, the not so subtle homoerotic undertones in that anime. <laughs> all right. I think that's something we can also talk about because it's like I think that's a very common thing in anime to like make things gay, but then it's like, but they're not. But they're not. Yeah, they're no. just oh, friends. Let's talk about that. My favorite anime. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Literally. The whole thing. The, the, Come on, dog. Yeah. tell me that shit ain't a little... Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it is... Did so, the first season? Didn't want to so, fuck Jonathan? Yeah. Oh, he absolutely yeah, he did. Absolutely. Yeah. That was, oh, that hey, was, step bro. Very hey. much. Hey, yeah. Step bro. step bro, I'm hey, stuck. Step, Help step, me I out. Saw you, I saw you turn into a vampire. I got like my head stuck blood. in the washing machine. Help me out. Yeah, no. I like... JoJo's is something that I like say because we tried like the first season, which I never recommend to anybody. Is so bad, I never and really? I know that you that's didn't like the first season? Phantom I, Blood is hard I to get through. I had to watch it after Startup really? Crusaders. I still like I it, but it. I think I've, it is it is incredibly to it difficult to get through Damn. Phantom Blood. Just, yeah, Phantom Blood is just Damn. because like especially now because like as a new JoJo fan, like mm -hmm. nobody goes into JoJo like 
not knowing anything. Like you're immediately, you know, stands like stands are fucking everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, like, mm-hmm. so you know, getting the poses, through, yeah, you know getting through Phantom Blood, which is so much tone, more toned down than the rest of Jojo's like Truly. getting like even part two, even though part two doesn't have any stands, like part two is so hype that it carries itself. Like, yeah. And Phantom Blood doesn't have that hype. Jonathan, also, Jonathan, not Jonathan, but. Joseph, J- Joseph Joestar Caesar yes yeah. absolutely yeah. that too like there's clearly like there's clearly so romantic undertones, undertones there yeah, like there's, there's also, absolutely not to mention Dio in, in Phantom Blood is like this like aggressively weird oh, sort of semi-rapist yeah that just like like what a terrible villain yeah. at that yeah. point like yeah he was a horrible you're, you're, you're an asshole because your dad was an asshole like yeah. fuck off yeah. what the I mean, to be, be fair, the mask like stuck some fucking tendrils in his brain. He was an asshole before that. Sure, he absolutely was, he was a rapist mask, asshole. The before mask that. accentuated those problems pretty heavily to create part Full three. Dio, to vampires being. Gay. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, every single time. I mean, gay. absolutely. Yeah. Like there is, like I'm Dio. Like everything about JoJo's has so, that such great flamboyance Dude. and like and all that energy. I I love it. Like Dio I love JoJo. So in love with Jonathan, he killed oh, yeah. him on his fucking wedding night. Yeah, held his head. Hey, no one gonna fucking yeah. marry you. Hel- held. <laughs> if I like, can't have you, fucking, no one yeah. can. Stole stole his fucking body. Wanted, wanted him so bad he had to be him. Like that's that's what we're talking. Like Dio, Dio's fucking wild. Like, yeah, he's a he's a wild man. Gave him head. But like, yeah, I did. Head, I mean, yeah, I did. part five, like fuck, like part five, like the 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 mob, like and, and the idea of it being like best friends just doing stuff together, like. Let's be real here. Like they are all like that. Is there's some some stuff going on? Oh, it's yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. under they underneath that. Bro, bro like, jobs exist. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just, just taking one for your homies. It's absolutely. Fine. It's fine. Like J O Joe. Yeah, I love it. Like yeah. kissing the homies. Have you guys read the JoJo's manga at all? No. Okay. Um, it's mostly just been the anime. Because steel, yeah. I feel it's like just so visually like appealing. Oh like, god, it is! It's the, gorgeous. Uh, that the music, like it all pulls also, it together. The manga suffers from being well. very just messy. because like, yeah. like it's really messy. Stone Ocean, I feel like Stone, like Jolene, Jolene, like I feel like mm-hmm. like her and what what is her fucking name? The the girl that she meets in the prison that like is like her partner the throughout the whole story. Yeah, yeah, like I she's forgot her name, but Damn like it. they're they're like yeah. that feels like like beyond Jolene being more of like the like st- stereotypical lesbian with being more like on the quote unquote butch side, like she's just a she's just JoJo. Well, like she's, she's also just, in prison. So she's you know. ripped, yeah. like it's, you know, it's JoJo. But orange is the new black. absolutely, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. very much feels like it that. Works. Like yeah. it works really well. Like yeah. and again, it feels very natural. Like Jo, like it doesn't ever feel like. Feel like anything's happening like that, but Steel Ball Run too, the part seven. I haven't seen um, that one. Yeah, so the so Johnny John Johnny Joe Star and um and basically his speed wagon um very much feel like they have they have more going on together too. Like he like he there's okay. this in more he teaches them how to do basically their version of the Haman, but it's like a, a spin technique. Okay. Like and it's there's like this intimate connection between them there, like and it's just I'm Steel Ball Run's fucking phenomenal. Like it's the one like I wish the anime was was coming out sooner because Steel Ball Run is Stellar, like beyond beyond belief. He's, the... he's done over. I'm Good. Just sorry, I'm, as you're, I was seeing Cube die. <laughs> just die a little bit. I just scheduled a resilient. So fuck y'all. There you go. Hell yeah. All right. Hey. Hey. All right. Get it tight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Schedule the Brazilian case. Anybody else oh, heard that? Fuck. Not the... fucking sitting there talking about Jojo's Dark Zenny. I'm gonna fucking schedule the Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not I mean, to. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. no. I would like Jojo's is such a 
queer thing. So it's it's weird having these people that are very much focused on the hyper masculinity of it. But it's to the point of like hyper masculinity where it crosses the line into homoerotic hyper masculinity. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, and like yeah. oh, but also the fact of like the creator used like what was it, Prada, Vogue, like yeah. Fashion, yeah, fashion designer high fashion, covers very, yeah. very high and like that stuff to emulate the poses. And like yes. that's where all that comes from. So like people are like, Oh yeah, like it's so cool, like these fight scenes and it's very bro bro and like, okay. Mm. Um, you know bro, that bro, literally bro, it's Hitachi. fashion inspired. Oh, that's right. You talk about the crop tops, literally also again, Dio's like crop top, yeah. little jacket. Crop top, like yeah. mm-hmm. it's the mid drift is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. In the middle of a fight, he not like Joe uh, what the fuck is his name? Josuke, not Josuke, but the one before that. Knocked his fucking Josuke. moment and uh, mullet off. Yeah. It was wild. Like he went from having a mullet to fucking having short hair. And like, and he had awesome tank top. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And his shoes. Yeah. His Dude, I mean, shoes curled up. Everything, shoes. yes. Dude, that was it's wild. Shoes. It is incredible. Like, yeah. I need his pants, though. His fucking MC Hammer pants. Parachute pants, you know? Parachute pants are great. I mean, come on, dude. The, the, the fashion for JoJo's is... Oh, it's it's second to none. Like, yeah. I mean, the the There's character like anime in the world JoJo's or character designs are just bonkers. And like, to your point with the the fashion poses and everything, like, yeah, like absolutely seeing them, it's fucking hype. But it's also like they're they're just showing off to each other. Like, they are absolutely like at 100%. any moment, any given character in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is just showing off to another man. Like, yeah. and let's be real. Yep. Like, I mean, and that's it's, and it's incredible. Like, and it's great. It's great yeah. that he's captured this. Yeah, it's it's that. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys watch. It's always sunny. Yeah, but it's very yeah. much. If Mac had a whole anime, yeah. it's that's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure yeah. because it's showing off and doing the whole bodybuilding contest and just constantly one upping each Drunk other him. the yeah. whole time. Yeah, like it's it's essentially that. Which again is it's just that hyper masculinity goes straight into homoeroticism. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I think JoJo's does it really well. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I did want to throw it to Davey. Did you have an anime specifically you wanted to like talk about? Um, there's actually quite a few. Um, oh fuck yeah. There's one. Uh, I think kind of going back to the Iron Blood Orphan conversation in terms of like having uh, a storyline that could have been like that, but it didn't happen, and it makes me really upset with how it ended. Okay. Uh, the Amir and Historia storyline in Attack on Titan. Yeah, uh, I got gotcha. you. I feel much you non-existent. Like, like it was going pretty well. I thought uh, it was, you know, it could have been like a nice, like even if it ended tragically, mm-hmm. the fact that Ymir is just completely tossed aside. Yeah. The second, uh, like the second season. Mm. Yeah, it, it it sucks. Yeah. It, like we know. were hyped while we were watching it too. We were like ready for this to finally happen, especially in Attack on Titan being so popular. It was really nice to see it, and then it just kind of fizzled. Have you, uh, have you guys finished Attack on Titan? Um, I think we caught up with the most recent season. It's I honestly okay. Don't. You it blends together only. at some okay. point. Yeah, there was there was a there was a part of the ending that I that I wanted to talk about too, but I don't want to spoil it for yeah. you guys. So I'll I'll leave that out. Um, and then I think just talking about like things that are so in context. <clears throat> even it even happened with one that is very visibly gay, but then still feels so much like. You have to read the context behind it. It's Yuri on Ice. Uh huh. Yeah. Yuri on Ice. Okay, I've actually heard of this one. I've yeah. not seen it, but I know it's, the it's, concept. It's of fun. It. It's just it's a, it's like an ice skater anime, and it's between uh, Yuri and Victor. Um, Victor is like a very well known ice skater, and Yuri is like a huge fan of him. And Victor comes and starts to train him to become an ice skater. And but it's it it is very very gay, but then also still like in context. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> they're just friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very much like. Very gay. It yeah. It feels like it was written by a friend that 
was with them but didn't understand the concept. I did. Yeah. Right, right. From a third yeah. person that yeah. didn't quite understand that they were both really into each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even, like the big kiss still doesn't look like that. Like it looked like his hand is like in a weird way and it doesn't look Oh, like yeah. They didn't know how to kiss. And, and they're like, oh, what? Engaged as friends, right? Engaged yeah. as friends. Pretty what much. the yeah. fuck? It's like they're getting, yeah. they're having engagement rings and everything and it's just, but still like. They're as friends. That's like, so weird. <laughs> All right, well. Like, and that's like, <laughs> I mean, right. it's it's trying to, like, explain, like, before, I mean, when David and I's really, I keep going back to it, but David and I's relationship at the beginning was a lot of anime. Like, that's what we yeah. like, bonded mm-hmm. with. But, like, it's kind of like how we had to try to explain to his parents before he came out. Um, <laughs> is like, oh, yeah, we're, like, best we're friends. friends. Yeah. You're good like, friends. It's pretty, it's, it's that. It's that perspective of, like, straight up, something is just watching this love story happen and mm. not actually not understanding. understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were literally in their house together. David's never just brought some dude over who like wore short shorts and like, you know, <laughs> barely yeah, had a girl. shirt on and we're just totally downloading things in the kitchen, sitting next to each other, touching knees. Like, I mean, it's that's a classic move. Yeah. Like it's a, knees it's a classic bro move. It, yeah. Classic bro. It's no, just, that's just a fucking thing. I, yeah, it's the whole perspective thing. When yeah, and it feels very much like like I'm I'm gonna tell a real life story because this is this is me from my youth and it feels very much like like that like I am David's parents here at this point like so you know because I was I was probably like you know like 13 like you know I was just I and I was a late bloomer like I didn't really fucking understand anything anything beyond like beyond my basic comprehension of what I'd seen in movies like I never really got a good sex education for a long time so. My my brother had a had a best friend uh, named Kevin, one like one of my favorite people in the world. Like Kevin was so so great. Like he used to come and sleep over all the time. Like my brother and I were really really close. Like and I remember like my brother and I shared a bedroom where we lived at. Like the entire second floor was our bedroom. Like just this massive massive place. We had our own bathroom and everything. Um, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night one night when Kevin had slept over. And I went to go into the bathroom, and my brother and Kevin were in there, and oh, they oh. told me that they were wrestling. And you know, to a, to to thirteen year old me, you know, wrestling in the middle, two boys wrestling in the middle of the night, it was just like perfectly oh, normal, yeah, just WWE. just bros, just bros yeah. hanging out. You know, like I had no understanding of it at all. And you know, give, give them the people's and elbow. So, uh, you yeah, know, ended like, up ended up being boys. like their friendship ended up falling apart because Kevin was obviously gay and very in love with my brother. And I think my brother, you know, was exploring things and uh, ended up just being, you know, it ended up happening with their friendship just fell apart. Um, you know, and I don't know the the inside context of that, and I don't I don't want to speak to that. Just um, call your brother out. I'm not calling him out. We, he, he was 15. Like, what do you yeah, mean? Like, he didn't know what the fuck was going on with his life either. Like, what the fuck? But, no one knows. Uh, <laughs> no one. But you know, you know, it was just like a. No, it was one of those things that like you know read. for like no, no, you know exactly. I, I thought about it when I was a little bit older and I was like wrestling in the bathroom like they were not wrestling in the bathroom like that's not Especially what was happening naked. in that situation no. they weren't naked but yeah. like they but it was like it's like that clearly like clearly i like that was not what was happening was going, you know, like, homies in the bathroom at two o'clock did, in the i like, didn't but that's what i'm you know, like in my head i was a 13 year old i didn't fucking know anything i just believed my brother he's just like all right yeah whatever you're kind of fucking weird but i mean that's what you're that's what you and kevin are about like go for it like yeah bro yeah yeah i think bro. it was just like mask, mask for mask bro Dude. Sweet, just yeah, like, sweet luchador masks. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like you know, like the you know, as a on. as a near thirty year old man now, I look back on it, I'm like I'm a fucking idiot. Like the the writing yeah. was on the wall, but you know, as a thirteen year old kid, you know, like you don't get that kind of education. Like you know, I I remember like having so many encounters with people and not realizing the context of it. You know, like both good and oh, bad. Yeah. Like you know, like I had. 
I remember there was a guy that used to just show his dick to everybody, and it was just like, put that away, please. But you know, it's like in the context, like you know, he was he was doing that for a reason. It's just like, all right, you know, like you know, and so it's like you you have these God. these completely different. Like you have this moment where you're like, you start learning about things, and then you look back on all these past <laughs> events, and you're like, oh, oh, holy shit, like. This is not a. This was not. This was not what I thought it was at all. Anyway, so not to so divulge. Not to divulge from Brian's yeah, trauma. Up. I was uh, trauma. Like, it was anyway, just. You know, it know is the what it is. My fault. Forest is betterhelp.com. Yeah, betterhelp.com. Oh my god. Anyway, give us a sponsorship. Apparently, fucking need it. Oh my god. I mean, let's be honest. We all probably do need it. But have either of you seen Air Gear? No, I know oh, that's such a good call. So, I really wanted to talk about at least one character that sticks out in my mind in Air Gear, and it's Agito. Yeah. So, there's a character in Air Gear who has a split personality. Essentially, it's a personality that was created based off of, like, to protect himself. It's, mm-hmm. like, a very... Trauma-based. Yeah, very okay. trauma-based, like, second personality, um, which is Akito. Ooh. Akito is, like, this very, like, confident, aggressive, like hyperactive like kind of like i'm the best fuck off kind of character and agito is like the sweetest little kid like you've ever met he's not he's like the same age as the other characters but he's like a really sweet guy he's like he's really passive he's really quiet but it is clear as day he falls in love with the main character oh 100 percent. he becomes completely enamored with him and his freedom and the ability that he has to draw people towards him even though the main character is also kind of a like a dumb shit yeah he's just a fucking asshole he's a dumb he's a dumb idiot yeah Yeah, he's no he's absolutely himbo (laughs) absolutely chapter like three i talked about this in the episode where we talked about air gear but chapter three he literally is on top of a building watching one of the rollerblade competitions and he doesn't want to leave so he takes a shit on the top of the roof yeah next to a group of people because he doesn't want to he's so enamored with watching this rollerblade shit damn but yeah, early early two thousands anime and manga is just built different. It's like, just it's different. Just, but I I really liked Agito as like a character because I think it was one of the I think for myself it was one of the first times I really realized like the the it's not even that subtle. It's just no. he is in love with the main character and like Akito isn't like yeah. he likes him okay like they get along but Agito is very clearly in love with him. Hmm. It was just a, an interesting display of like people of that sort of community, but also of something that would be like a lot of people tend to deal with and not a lot of people like really know about. Like it's just pretty recently in common culture and pop culture, we're starting to experience and see people with multiple dis- like identity disorders and stuff like that. Yeah. I had something I wanted to yeah. say, and then I uh, and then it just the train passed yep. through. I saw, I saw it went li- went one, it went like you could just see the lights I turn it off in my so in my brain. Yeah, I, I had saw it, it for leave a your moment. Eyes. Yeah, I just the I the gleam. I was looking at him. I was like, the oh, gleam happened. Up. Yeah, I had I had something to say, and then I just immediately lost it. So I'm I'm very sorry for derailing that entire uh, entire conversation no, there. It was worth. I know. I had I had something there, and it's just gone. So I I had to lock eyes. Lost in his eye. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, lost absolutely. Find his gaze. Yeah. Absolutely. Gaze. Jordan, you're fired. It almost sounds like Skate good. as well. Skate the Infinity. There's, there has a Skate the Infinity is yeah, Skate. Yeah, Skate has Skate a lot of so you, you watch it? Yeah. I've not watched it. I've really that. wanted to watch check it Skate. Out. It seems like it has a lot of like those it, moments. It does. Like, you, you describing that character almost sounds like the blue-haired character, in it, which I forget his name, 
We're gonna forget names the entire. It doesn't matter. We never, <laughs> yeah. we never remember our names. Our entire podcast. We're not gonna name it. We're gonna yeah. look at their yeah. fucking face of their hair or anything. Yeah. yeah, we can tell the whole story, but you can miss the character names. It's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. absolutely. Yeah, we're not yeah. spoil everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like what, if someone's gonna tune in. Like, what fucking anime are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? With the blue haired character? And just, the, just watch it. In this, yeah. just just watch it. If you're so concerned with names, you can look it up for yourself. The blue haired character in Skate Infinity. I know exactly what you're talking about. He's yeah. like a prodigy. Yeah, the blue yeah. character in Skate yeah. Infinity, and then there's the redhead, redhead one, and there's a lot of that context, especially because there's like a point where he gets asked if he, the blue haired character asks, gets asked if he likes anybody, and like immediately just thinks about mm, the he's like one. So it's it's kind of that same dynamic, like a more quiet, timid character, and then like an out of just ridiculous, stupid, yeah, stupid. They bring that. They bring out the best in each other. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Absolutely, because the blue haired character is a safe surfer. Yeah. At one point, yeah. yeah. So he like kind of takes to the, the whole like <clears throat> down. The, the, the whole thing is is like the redhead character is a skateboarder, but it's like this not like the traditional skateboarding that you think. It's more like it's a downhill like obstacle course. Oh, race. cool. Yeah. 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 So it's like he the surfer kind of takes to it because it's already kind of wavy and shit like that. So he's already got like the hips and shit, you know. Hips. I mean, he could just be Johnny Tsunami. Dude. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. great fucking. Yeah. That is a great fucking movie. <laughs> bring you know, back fucking, even you know what? I also dumb remakes bring back fucking Johnny Tsunami. I also like the second Johnny Tsunami. Also, like as much as I like the first one, that they're both yeah. pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's basically John. Yeah, yeah. It's basically Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. I'm I'm into it. I'm gonna watch it now. And there's fucking like they have like Metal Gear villains. Like they have like all the oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. There's a fucking uh, One Piece admiral. He just wears a fucking jacket. Like I love that. it. The fucking, oh, yeah, he that's so jacket. good. It's not on him at all. It's just on his fucking shoulders. He's like going it's a down. power move. So yeah. yeah, it is a power, power move. It's yeah. a power move. Um, I would love to fucking have a another, oh, yeah. uh, another good one that I feel like kind of gets under the radar because I love Soul Eater. Like that mm-hmm. one's that's yeah. yeah. But Soul Eater, not specifically. That was like that spinoff one that was oh, like that yeah. prequel before because you still see like Soul and yeah. uh, all that. Like, the very end. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you'll see them. But like the whole thing, it's it's a weird representation because I mean, David and I are poly. Um, so like mm-hmm. gay and poly. So like in Soul Leader Not, like the main character, the the Meister, there are multiple weapons. No, it's it's, it's a reverse, one, right? One, yeah, one weapon to do Meister. Yeah. Oh, okay. One oh, weapon to Meister. Okay. So already like the Meister and weapon, weapon relationship, relationship is, is very much Yeah, it's yeah. it's a relationship. It's yeah, a, absolutely. yeah, you're literally partnered with this person forever and you I mean it's kind of like about, death is like one Meister, two weapons. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even just the the divorce of the parents from the regular series, like right. yeah. having her dad be so obsessed and like the parents divorced, so they stopped being paired together yep. and things like that. So it's it's having that, but having a pretty much like a triad relationship, and mm-hmm. that's something that I don't think happens a lot in yeah. anime. So like, it's a representation that actually is kind of cool because they're kind of. I wish that it happened more, especially with Soul Eater. I love Soul Leader. And I'm so sad that it kind of like has disappeared again. I mean, Fire yeah. Force is dope, though. Fire Force. I mean, well, have you, it's, an, it's unfortunate that, that that the author is now done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, and it's like he ended I, it. I yeah. love Soul Eater. Like, I I absolutely love Soul. Like, I think Soul Eater is yeah. fucking fantastic. And I and I think that's such a great like it's such an interesting way to explore relationships and to, yeah. for them to like explore something like that is su- is such a great idea. Yeah. But I can't. I, fire, I like I enjoyed Fire, fire Force, Force but like getting to the end of Fire Force is just like it's a slow. Yeah, like, I stopped. You, I couldn't. Why? Are, well, I mean, the actual ending to Fire Force is just like like you know, I I don't want to spoil it, but it's yeah. just it's absolutely ridiculous. It's very 
spoilers. It's very dumb. All right, well, if you're going to read, read, read it anyways. If like, you don't want to no, I, I right, hear cool. the spoiler yeah. for Fire Force, here's your warning. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so Fire Force is revealed to be uh, a, a prequel to Soul Eater. Yeah, like, the, and it, the sun and it everything. It doesn't make that, any fucking like, sense. Like, yeah. I'll tell you, like, yeah. the way that he goes about it, like, it does not make any fucking sense. It just, it's just like, he was just like, I want this to be a prequel to Soul Eater. I don't fucking care how I get there. So he just made <laughs> it happen. They should have just done the FromSoft thing and just been like you know innuendo yeah like you could I, put that together make a theory yeah. of however you want but he should no. have done it he <laughs> absolutely yeah. thing, but it yeah, doesn't everyone tries yeah. to tie it together yeah, so like together yeah it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah. at all and i still i like fire force is still really good up until that point and i still like it overall but soul leader is absolutely his much better work 100 oh, I mean, and i wish just, honestly if and out of any like remakes of animes i wish that they yes. would do that because they did it for hunter hunter because yeah. hunter hunter like had the was a 90s version mm-hmm. yep that was pretty dark and still good but then they brought it back 2011 i yeah. think yeah and it is great but again that's like soul leader kind of needs that soul leader if i would oh, love to okay, see a you. soul leader yeah, anime with fire force's animation quality like that would uh, that would be nice soul leader like especially because soul leader is originally anime like it, it's just it's full metal all over again like it's yeah. full metal Alchemist all over again with the the crappy fucking uh the crappy like original OG, anime yeah, that right. yeah that yeah. gave you this okay. weird bizarre anime only ending which is the same thing that happened to soul leader and the yeah. longest the longest ending for soul leader is so much better yeah yeah no. well but we're we're almost at an hour so i think we're we can we can wrap have, her up but uh i have one question actually for, for these two gentlemen mm-hmm. number one thank you all for coming out and thank you uh what is the number one character you feel like you would you're closer to like as in like what do you who do you think you see yourself in more? Like, is like who's your who's the best representation, representation for, you? for you? Yeah, like if you were in an anime, yeah, what character would it be? You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's um, I'm gonna say guts. Guts is too much. I'm not that dark. Goku has a tail. Goku has a tail. <laughs> Goku has a tail. <laughs> that's, that's George. Actually, Damn, Hugh coming in with actually, the snipe. Yeah, that's pretty Goku, good for Goku George. He had a tail because that's that was when the story Jordan. was good. Yeah, fuck Dragon Ball. Jordan's actually just Gorilla Gachi from Roboco. Me and Roboco. Yep, which, uh, he, he, he absolutely is. You're the fucking Beast Titan, you fucking. <laughs> <monster>. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. So, well, yeah, Alex, uh, I don't know. I'm, let me think about it for a second. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's why I pass it to you. But um, <laughs> so that's that's the thing. There's like there's a lot of different characters I feel like that we can see ourselves in. Um, <laughs> but especially for us, it's a little harder because like I mean, we're bigger, non-traditional like stereotypical i mean we're pretty stereotypical in a lot of ways but um i mean we're bigger dudes so it's harder to find like the exact representation yeah. um i think the closest i would love i think just like down the line personality wise i think like is brian give yourself who do you, yeah. who do you feel like? oh, fuck i don't know like, that's hard too See, like, right? like it's that's hard wild. and like i have i have like i almost feel like i have the opposite problem where there, there's too many choices for like because i'm just a fucking idiot like that's so true, there's yeah. just like like that's why Shonen appeals to me so much because because I am just a fucking idiot who loves who feeds into hype and wants wants just like wants to I'm consume a, this. I know mine. Like Turbo Granny. There we go. I'm probably like I would honestly I'm like Turbo Granny from fucking Dan to Dan. Me and Roboco is is one that I've been like I've been hooked on. It's a gag manga. Um, it's yeah. fucking hilarious. But I I really identify with the main character Bondo, who is who yeah. himself is obsessed with Shonen You're Jump. Very like, Bondo. like yeah. he's he's and he's also like this Bondo. goofy kid that gets like like his friends are are picking on him, but they always subvert it and it turns into like his friends just like boosting him up. So it's it's hilarious. But 
Bondo's like, there's a point where Bondo's like, he gets sick every time there's like a double issue of jump. So there's a like a gap. He gets he something happens like the first couple times. Uh, he walks out of the house with no pants on, and then he walks out of the house completely nude because he's just messed up because he hasn't gotten his jump fixed. And I feel like like and his friends, you know, and the gag the gag comes from his friends like trying to hide it from the girl that he likes. Like they inevitably show up and they yeah, have to. Like, really it turns good. into this goofy shonen where they like they're one like his robot throws him in the air and his friends help hold his pants and like get him into his pants and it's just like so there's a point where they they decide like oh man hey if he realizes this is a devil issue it's going to ruin our camping trip because he's going to get fucked up so they hide the fact like they go through this ridiculous process to hide that jump is going to be on break from him and there's a point where they're all walking and he pauses and he's like i smell it and he just gets this like <laughs> terrifying expression on his face and he's like found it and he just bolts off and goes and finds literally the one issue of jump like one of his friends is rich and has bought out literally every other copy of jump like from all the stores in advance and this one little shop that they forgot about and he just senses shonen jump and just runs over to it i'm like that's that's me like yeah. i have to get i'm messed so up on, a, on a from without Roboco, jump. me and roboco turbo granny from dan and dan because i want to kill both of you um yep absolutely <laughs> Honestly, I think the character I probably identified the most as I was reading the story, and I kind of still do now, even years later, is probably Alphonse Eric. Yeah, oh, yeah dude. Yeah. 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 Alphonse. yeah. You put us, to, yeah, you make sure we don't kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> probably Alphonse. <laughs> that's very good. Yeah, that's very much it. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough. I think out of at least queer characters that I, I can associate with, because I mean, I want to say Armstrong from Full Metal. Because yeah. Talk about bar oh, titties. Yeah. Like, that is a goal, also, not. Full body because I don't want to be bald person. Like that's you know. fair. Well, I mean, the mustache, him, just, dude, you know? yeah. just the mustache. Like he's awesome in every way. I'm so sorry for shaming. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't care. No, but there's there's a character in uh, Gurren Lagann who I mean oh we didn't really Leron? talk about Leron. Leron. I love that character Leron because so talk good. about a very useful character. Again, like not making their gay being person their only personality. Yeah, thing. absolutely. It's like campy, but literally they would not survive without him. Yeah. Yes. No, he's mechanic. Yeah. Best mechanic ever. Truly. Like keeps them all alive yeah. and together. 100%, so like yeah. I I kind of would identify a little bit with that because I mean I would totally love to be a lot more campy and let myself out a little bit more but there you go. Um, I definitely think that the what he does is very much like an, I'm not in the spotlight but I'm still a supporting role yeah that's, yeah. that's honestly what I love to do Um, just in general with like I mean the relationships the other relationship oh, <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I'm trying not to do it. I talk with my hand sometimes. Um, uh, no, it's it's the character that like I want to be the most because I think for a long time I was like always trying to be like the spotlight because I was like I'm just gonna try to like hide my queerness by constantly being like yeah the okay. the leader like in, sure. in charge of like any sort of social gathering that I try to do and having that character be very queer but also like just as important but in the background yeah yeah it's like yeah. something that i want to emulate more of and to be more supporting in that way but still be fucking badass like, hell yeah he's amazing nice. yeah cool yeah fuck. and as mentioned so. he's voiced by one of the best fucking voice actors ever 100 percent yeah, yeah. Bloom, dude. Oh, yeah. Bloom. Bloom. Now, Davey? Davey, you got one you got one <laughs> um, i forgot his name and he's not even a queer character but he's in bakuman Bakuman. Bakuman. It's, it's a it's a manga about manga. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. It's about a mangaka. Like, yeah. it's a manga about a mangaka. No, I was one of the main characters who's like dark hair, mostly because it's like having not the confidence into the things that I do, 
but then having someone who's a little bit more eccentric be like, no, we're going to fucking do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think that I have those people in my life that are like a little bit more eccentric in terms of like pushing me to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I've like under- identified with that character was like, I do this thing and I know I'm kind of good at it, but I don't have any confidence in it. And I yeah. Just fire a sword and just go on so speaking of things that Davy is kind of good at, one thing I wanted to point yes, out sir. before we wrapped this episode here pretty soon, I wanted to point out that our new logo that you see on that intro that slaps in the front of our episodes now, and that should be all over our pages, it should be being Oops. brought up. <laughs> Oops. I don't see it. <laughs> not showing? Oh my God. It's I know, I know the mechanical failure. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Two seconds. <laughs> all good. All good. No. Oh, there, there it is. is. There there it is. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this Davey is actually. Is... No, I was just going to say this is actually done by Davey. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, that is our trash man. He's here to fucking stay. He's the shit. He's obviously he's a godsend. He's bringing a Gurren log on. Yeah. yeah. Gurren log on. Yeah. 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 He is That's absolutely stellar. Collar up. It's over with, dude. He's the shit. So yeah. good. Yeah. It yeah. also means to be space dandy a little bit. Yes, it's, I was gonna say space. Yes, space dandy. Absolutely. That's it, man. Yeah, that's it for trash man guy. Yeah, trash man guy. Want to do that shout out? Trash him right now. Want to do that shout out? Davey, where's it? Can uh, if people are listening to this and they they like your art, where's it they can find you? Uh, my art Instagram is Yande 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 Grande. So that's fun. also fucking in the- incredible name yeah first of all. like let's just let's just let that be known right now that's also in the description of our videos as okay. well yeah that'll be in there perfect yeah before but he a- changes the name again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah don't change, the name. Yeah, don't change it now don't change it now it's, it's now is, you uh, it's now you it's submitted yeah, <laughs> perfect that's it for us man I think that was fun, fun. Yeah, yeah that was, was good fun. thank you guys yeah, thank so you much guys for coming out like, yeah, we really appreciate it much um no, yeah, that was that great. Was, that was it. Thank y'all. Good night. Good day. Whatever. See yeah. ya.